Hey, I'm Howard Kettner, and I'm sitting here with Robin Bailey, who's a benefits advisor in Oakville, Ontario. His firm is Araya Benefits, and he's recently jumped into creating podcasts. You're going to enjoy those podcasts in the days and weeks ahead. Today, Robin and I will be talking about what he's learned about podcasting, what worked well and what didn't, and how Robin is dealing with the challenges that he's encountered. Robin's experience is solid gold, and I'm going to ask you to stay tuned right to the end, where I'll share two or three names of podcasts that other Canadian advisors have launched recently. Without exception, they're all terrific. Now stay tuned and get ready to eavesdrop in on a short, informal conversation with Robin Bailey of Araya Benefits, that's A-R-I-A Benefits.ca. Before we get into talking about the serious business of podcasting, you and I were both at Dave Patriarch's CGIB event yesterday, and I wanted to ask you, what was a key takeaway for you from that event that pulls, what was it, about 180 industry advisors together in one room? I was going to say, I was looking around the room, and, and there had to be at least 200 people there, and it was, it was I actually had to rush to get a seat. And we were, for we, sure. Thank, thankfully, you were there earlier in me, and you saved me a seat. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Dave. He's done such a good job with that group. He always pulls together a great agenda. Um, but more than that for me, my takeaway is always the community that he's that he's built there. Yes. And the people that he pulls together is such an incredible group of people. And I really look forward to going, although though I'm getting out of bed very early to get there because it's quite a drive for me from Oakville. But I look forward to getting there because I'm seeing people from the industry that I've known for 22 years, people that I don't get to see on a regular basis because life gets in the way and this is the only opportunity I get to see them and, and chat. And and yesterday was a, was a special uh, occasion for me. I ran into someone I haven't seen at a previous event and, and now I got to see him and catch up. Nice. So that's fantastic. But I also ended up meeting a new advisor and making connections. And ultimately, whenever I make a new connection, I learn something that about what they're doing and, and, and their background that's a little bit different from mine that I always enjoy. So I always, I always meet someone or I learn something from just attending the event aside from what the topic is. Now yesterday he had a number of great speakers. There was a lawyer that was that was chatting about uh, disability claims and things like that. But I was absolutely blown away by Liz Scott of Organizational Solutions and her presentation. And it was just so much so that when I got back to the office, I reached out to her on LinkedIn and I asked her three questions. I told her it was a great presentation. And I said, how do I find out more? How do we work together? And how do I bring the value that you're talking about to my clients? It was just, it was just so impressive. So I just love those events. Again, kudos to Dave for arranging them. And I'm, I'm a big fan and I'm going to keep on coming. Absolutely. Well, I was sitting between you and an advisor from Oshawa by the name of Jeff Richet. And 
Liz, of course, uh, is very passionate about what can be done in terms of early return to work strategies. Uh, we call it generally disability management. She would frame it as ability management. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Jeff leans over to me and he said, right person, right profession. I heard him. I heard him say that. And I said, yep, absolutely. <laughs> she was just smiling and walking around the room, uh, was not about to be chained to the podium. So good. And uh, mixing it up with the audience and just, uh, again, really passionate about what she does in a most positive way. So moving to the subject of podcasts, how many podcasts have you recorded now? Well, before I get to that, I got to say I'm thrilled to be on your podcast because I've been a fan of your show for, I think, since day one or, or at least since our friend Kyle Dennis was on. And, and of course, he, he was on Facebook. He said he's going to be on a podcast. And, and of course, it's Kyle. So I'm going to tune in. And I was immediately, I fell in love. I fell in love with the podcast because, you know, we, you and I have chatted you know, off, off air about building a community of, of advisors. And I think that's what's been missing in, in, in our, in the benefits industry for a long time. So when I found someone talking about benefits and relevant information, I became addicted right away. And I'll, I'll go back and say, I've been a fan of podcasts for a long time. I think even mm. before they existed. And I'll explain that. So my brother, I used to steal my brother's Tony Robbins cassettes. This is how I'm, oh, I'm dating myself now. No, I, I probably had the same cassettes. And I used to <laughs> listen to those in my car. And so I've been a, I've been a big fan of what Tony Robbins would, would coin net time. So no extra time. I've always been a big fan of life gets busy, especially now with running ARIA benefits. You know, you're incredibly busy. You and I were exchanging emails at 10 p.m. last night. And I find there's no extra time in the day. Right. But whether it's for, for entertainment value to learn something outside of business or it's related to business, specifically employee benefits, I love listening to something in my car. So when I'm driving, whether it's a 45-minute appointment, whether it's a 10-minute appointment away, I find I can get a quick hit of information that adds value to my day in some way. So I've been a big fan for a long time. To answer your question, I think as of this morning, I've recorded about seven or eight podcasts wow. so far. We've released three. And that's like what? The last four or five weeks? A couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. And, and we just released Kyle Dennis's yesterday and my LinkedIn has been blowing up because everybody loves Kyle, of course. Totally. Uh, so everybody's been hitting up my LinkedIn, which is fantastic. But it's a ton of fun. It, it, it really is. So we're going we're gonna to keep on trucking along and... Uh, the list uh, is, is actually quite long of, of book guests now, so a lot of people are interested in, in having a conversation, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's really amazing if you just reach out to, to experts, uh, folks that one wouldn't assume would have the time, love to talk about the things that they're truly passionate about. It's, uh, it reminds me of, uh, you know, you travel our northern communities and you'll see it at either a curio shop or an old general store, that sign behind the counter that says, I have no time. Bill collectors get three seconds. Uh, uh, most suppliers get 30 seconds. You want to talk fishing? I've got all day. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> so we're talking to somebody that's passionate about fishing 
for whether it's uh, uh, Liz Scott uh, at Organizational Health. I'm sure she has more than adequate time to sit down and do a podcast about her passion. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I was I was having a chat with a physician and I was telling him about the podcast and. And one of the guests that I was going to have on, a hot topic in our industry right now, is pharmacogenetic testing. So in our conversation, I found out this physician had a PhD in genetics. Wow. And he said, I'd love to be a a, a guest on your show to talk about how genetically, how this all works and what the value is there. So outside of an insurance industry, potentially plugging their own product, here's a PhD in genetics saying, hey, I'd like to break down for your listeners exactly what the mechanisms are here and how it's working. So he's going to be on the show in in a couple of weeks, which is fantastic. Very cool. Yeah. So aside from clearly having a ton of fun and meeting some interesting people, what's your objective? Meaning, uh, what's the problem you're trying to solve or uh, where are you taking this? Okay, so... I'll answer your question, but I got to take a step back for a second because I think it's important. You know, I've been a fan of podcasts for a long time. Like I said, you know, I've been listening to yours. I'll listen to Joe Rogan. I'm a martial artist, so I love Joe Rogan's oh, podcast. Totally. I'm book. He's fantastic. <laughs> Gary V, of course. Gary Vaynerchuk. For sure. Um, Tim Ferriss. I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss. And although I'm a big fan, I thought, well, this is something that I'd like to do one day. I honestly found it quite overwhelming where to start. And I know you had provided some information through the Benefits Genius community. Hey guys, here's the equipment. Even with that, I felt it was very overwhelming. You know, so I let it sit for a good couple of months, to be mm. honest. And and I just picked up a new book by Tim Ferriss. It's called Tribe of Mentors. And I think it was somewhere in the first chapter, he asks a question that has absolutely changed my life and how I look at things. And the question is, what would this look like if it were if it were easy? So I put that question oh. at the top of a page and I said, okay, if I was doing this page, how would this look if it were easy? Well, I'd record with friends and people that I like and people that I respect and interesting people. Um, I would have someone else edit it because that's not in my wheelhouse. That's not my strength. I would have a beautiful... Uh, voice to do an to introduction, which ended up being my wife, and I get I get more feedback on my wife's intro than I do on my my own podcast. But so I, I came up with this list of how would this look if it was running smoothly, if it was easy, and it's interesting. I've I've applied that question to all other areas of my life. So when I run into a stumbling block, I start with what would this look like if this were easy? What are the best questions I've ever come across? So to answer your question, the objective of my podcast. You know, over the last 22 years in the business, I've met so many smart, interesting people that I like and that I respect. So at the very core of it, it's really for me just an excuse to schedule time to hang out with people that I otherwise wouldn't get to hang out with on a regular basis. And you would be an example. You and I are both busy. Fortunately, through the Benefits Genius community, we get to hang out a couple of times a year, but not as much as either of us would like. So when I schedule time to be on the podcast, here's what ends up happening. We record the podcast. Inevitably, we spend time right before catching up and immediately following the podcast. So we end up hanging out together as friends and colleagues for a couple of hours. And I find that just doesn't happen often enough with with people that I like. And and Kyle would be an example. Kyle and I, he's one of the busiest guys I know. He's traveling all across the country. And... You know, any opportunity we get to hang out as friends and then have a good chat at the same time, 
well, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Second is really, I want to bring value to my listeners. You know, again, I surrounded myself in the last 22 years with a lot of very smart, interesting people. And over the years, I've had such great conversations. And I thought, wow, a podcast is really a great platform to share some of these ideas. Because the people that I'm talking to have really valuable information. And I'll reference podcast number one with Rich Appiah. He's an employment lawyer. We've become friends. And when he came on, I've been a business owner for 13 years now. And some of the things that he was chatting about really opened my eyes. So I figure if these are conversations that I'm interested in and that can provide value to me as a business owner, if I can pass on any of that information, then I've done my job. I'm very happy about that. But, you know, you raise a, a, a great point. You're, you're talking to people that, uh, about subjects and subject matter that's very interesting to you. And that, I think, is the proving out of something somebody way smarter than me once said, and that was ideas are best when they're shared. It brings a very special focus when one is getting ready to do a podcast with an employment lawyer or otherwise, and you're really focused, so you're going to leave that conversation with some very deep learnings that you may not otherwise have as a casual listener. And I think it's just solid gold. And that's where very selfishly, in terms of my best interests, I'm committed to doing podcasts. I learn more than anybody else from the guests. Yeah, and I and I agree with that. And I hesitated on saying the word selfishly, but that's absolutely what it is. You know, whether whether it's doing a podcast, I always come out, and I think you'll hear it in some of my podcasts. I say to my guests, "Oh, I didn't know that about you." So I ultimately come out learning something, whether it's about the person, totally. whether it's about a process or a product. I learn something, and and just going back to the beginning of our conversation about the CGIB. Again, that's why I love attending these events, because ultimately I'll learn something about a new product, a process, someone that I haven't met before, uh, a new advisor, that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm committed to doing the podcast for that reason alone as well. For sure. Now, we, we share some guests in common, and, and you've referenced them, uh, Kyle Dennis and Dave Patriarch. Uh, we both recorded podcasts with them, and they're just naturals. I mean, you ask one question and they could just roll. I mean, they're very professional. Uh, I, I think they were born prepared. <laughs> and, uh, but take me through your podcast preparation process, both in terms of how you prepare your guests and prepare yourself. I think our audience will get a ton just hearing from you on that. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, Kyle Dennis and Dave Bradshaw. And again, those guys were so easy to have on the podcast because ultimately all you have to do is press record, ask the question, and just let those guys go. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're so good. They're such accomplished speakers. They know their their stuff backwards and forwards. So so those are, those are very easy people to have on the podcast. But let's face it, I'm not like that. Not everyone is, is uh, I'm not like either. those guys. I'm, I'm just not. So... What I what I do when I when I ask a guest on is I let them know up front. I said this is this is not a, a platform to put you on the spot. Um, I give them a sense of here's kind of the topic that I want to talk about, and I also let them know up front that you know 
if there's something that there happens on that podcast you want to edit out that you said, oh, I, you know, I flubbed on my word there or oh, I didn't want to talk about that particular topic, whatever it is, you have veto power. Further, if at the end of the podcast, you know, you say, hey, let's play that back and listen to it. And you say, listen, I'm just not comfortable with that. Again, full veto power and the episode never, never airs. Now, so far, I mean, it's early on. We've done seven to eight recordings. No one has said that because what I tell people is, yes, there's a mic sitting in the middle of in the middle of the desk here, but this is just a conversation between friends. There's there's absolutely no pressure. I'm not there to make you feel uncomfortable at all. In fact, my goal, hopefully through the questions, is to make you shine and promote or 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 deliver something that you, you want to get out there into the world to to my listeners. So I hope people know and I hope people feel comfortable and and from the feedback I'm getting, they are that. This is just a conversation between two friends and a good chance to hang out together. Exactly. And I think that's so important. That That's a perfect setup, Robin. I've literally jumped on a flight, flown an hour, sat down, did a podcast with a guest, and having given a, a similar context before and after the podcast, had the guest go, you know what, what I, I should have told you, Howard, was... I've had a couple of, of challenges this week, and this was not my A game on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I really hate to do this to you, Howard, but are you okay just not publishing this one? And of course, my immediate response is, absolutely. Like, I, to your statement, I want my guests to shine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if I haven't achieved that, I won't publish it if they haven't been able to be shown in their best possible light. This is not about grabbing a sensational statement and shooting it out to the world. Nothing to be gained in that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I think, and I won't speak for you, but I know for me, if I encounter that and I have a great podcast and for whatever reason they don't want to air it, to me it's not wasted time. I've still had a great conversation with someone that I like and I've probably learned something out of it. So unfortunately, maybe maybe the listeners don't get it, but I've still enjoyed my time, so I don't see that as a waste of time. Exactly. Yeah. I would concur completely. Now, you've learned a lot of interesting things from your guests, and you're so gracious. I mean, you're the first to, to, to share that out as a, as, a, as a key benefit. But what, if anything, have you learned about yourself as a result of doing podcasts? Yeah, well, <laughs> as I said, this was, this was quite an overwhelming process, and... You know, the pros like yourself, like Joe Rogan, like Tim Ferriss, make it look very easy. And there's a, there's a couple of things. It's very difficult to hear your voice initially. And I don't think I've I ever met agree. anyone that thinks, wow, I sound fantastic. You know, and, and I still I'll, cringe yeah, listening to my voice. That was, that was the biggest thing. And when I started listening back to the recordings, I noticed I have certain tendencies. You know, um, I'll repeat words. I'll say, you know, and I'm, the first the first recording was absolutely horrible, to be honest. Ivan, our editor, sent me back a note and said, this is going to take a while. There's a lot of ums and you knows all through this recording. But it's a great process to go through because you do become aware of the tendencies that are in your day-to-day that you maybe don't realize. So for me, it's been a very positive experience because it allows me to clean up my diction, make sure I'm trying to communicate in a more clear, precise way with my clients. So, you know, you and I always chat about making a better version of yourself or or your client. And I found that through podcasting, 
I'm hopefully creating a better version of myself and hopefully delivering better value as we go forward and as I become more comfortable with hosting and podcasting. Well, good on you, Robin, for taking on the challenge. You know, my former business partner, Matt Howden, had these great one-line statements that you just digest for weeks. Uh, One of them was, perfect is the enemy of good, and good on you for jumping in and doing it, because a lot of folks, it's ready, 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 aim, 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 and it's a long time or maybe never that the trigger gets pulled and it fires and good on you i have a sense that you're feeling at least it certainly doesn't come across this way to your audience because your podcasts sound great but i think what you did is aim fire <laughs> and yeah. good on you for doing that And Matt's other uh, oft-repeated saying when he would sense that somebody on team was uh, struggling a bit with the task, he would say, lean into the discomfort. And you've done that as well. So you're a walking, breathing practice of both of those great axioms. And I'm just really looking forward to tuning into all your podcasts Last thing, can you share your preferred coordinates for somebody who wants to reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time building the new website. So, of course, I'd love you to check it out and, and give us some feedback. And, of course, we've just put the podcast link up there as well. So that's www.ariabenefits, A-R-I-A, benefits.ca. You mentioned I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit. So, honestly, that's probably the best way to shoot me a message. Robin Bailey on LinkedIn. And I love getting feedback. So, I'd love to hear from everyone. Awesome. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Howard. Hey, I've now got a long list of my favorite podcasts. When my wonderful wife, Coral Dawn, and I are traveling, we listen to Joe Rogan, also Tim Ferriss, Reed Hoffman, Joe Polish, Dan Sullivan, and Malcolm Gladwell's always wonderful Revisionist History podcast. We love the perspectives of those podcast experts and those of the subject matter expert guests that they feature, particularly those who talk about fitness, nutrition, amazing adventures, or living with intention. But those and others we listen to are a subject for another day. Today I want to draw your attention to Canadian benefits advisors who have recently started podcasting. You don't need to bother writing these down. You can simply and easily click on the links by scrolling down to podcast number 51 at benefitsgenius.ca backslash podcasts. That's benefitsgenius.ca backslash podcasts. There, in addition to today's guest, Robin Bailey, you'll find out of Richmond, B.C. that we've got Brian Cole of Dupuis Langan. Then there's John Corrigan from Kamloops, B.C., my friends at Vineo, who provide technology to support the marketing and business strategies for Canadian advisors, also have a wonderful podcast series. 
Again, you can simply and easily click on the links to these podcasts. And remember, a couple of these folks are just getting started, so there's not yet a ton of content, but you're going to have front row seats as they evolve as industry and subject matter authorities. I hope their podcasts inspire you. They certainly do me, and it's easier than you think. One last thing. As you'll see on the Benefits Genius podcast site, I use a bobblehead likeness of myself for my branding. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do the same, but I do get a regular stream of inquiries as to how I came about having that bobblehead. Well, it was part of a going away gift from the team at Group Health when I sold the firm a few years back, and it's now showing up in a host of photos and at industry events from California to Atlantic Canada. Now, if for some practical or novel reason you're wanting your own bobblehead likeness or you just want to get one for a friend or colleague, I've pasted in a link for you on the podcast site. Again, just scroll down to podcast number 51 and click on the links section there and you'll get all the information you need to obtain your own bobblehead likeness for as little as probably $120 Canadian or so. Hey, at the very least, the various bobblehead configurations of that link are going to make you smile. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.